three, two, one. It's the Puff and Steph podcast. It's Wednesday. It's time for a podcast. Puff and Steph hanging out. Happy hump day, friends. Uh, today's show brought to you by Freisinger Hyundai. Right in the price, right on the pike. We're in the American Shaman of PA Studios. Have pain, anxiety, can't sleep? Meet with a wellness consultant in American Shaman of PA. Life is better with the feather. Hempishealth.com. Oh, look, Steph is back on the Puff and Steph podcast. Hello. What's up? It's been a, quite a while, actually. It's been a couple days, yeah. Yeah, it was, what, four shows since you've been on. Was it that long? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I haven't been in the studio for a bit, but I didn't realize it was that long. Yeah, yeah. Um, before we get to the show, we actually have an announcement to make. Some things are changing around here. Um, we are actually going to stop doing shows five days a week. Um, we are going to start doing shows Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, so just want to let you guys know. So don't try to listen to us on Tuesday and Thursdays. We won't be there. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we'll still be on. You'll still be able to get us, but, uh, just two days less. A lot of stuff going on. So Pretty schedules. Yep. That's what happens. Get busy. And then some things got to change a little bit. It happens. So three days a week. Starting pretty much right now, so today we have a show, tomorrow we won't, Friday we will, and then Monday, Wednesday, Friday next week. So, there you go. That's the big announcement that we teased on the Facebook. Uh, So, we kick Wednesday off the way we normally do with a would you rather. This is interesting, Steph. Would you rather find $100 floating in a public toilet or five bucks in your pocket? What do you $100 want? $100 on a toilet. I don't care. Would you get it? <laughs> Absolutely. Would, would you, how would you get it? No shame. I'd grab it barehanded. Just, Just pick, pull it out, rinse it off, wash your hands really well, and you got 100 bucks. I have no issue with that, and I know that's disgusting, but I'm just being honest. Hundred bucks is a hundred bucks. <laughs> yep, it's gonna care. spend. Let's be honest. They they might test it at the store. They might run that pen over it, but they're not gonna smell it. Yeah, they're not gonna. Not gonna smell. Be like, <laughs> Did you get this from the toilet? <laughs> right. Hey, that's, yeah, they'll still accept it. So that's all that matters to me. I'm 100% with you. You and I are same page on this one. Doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter. I could be a millionaire. I'm still getting that $100. Oh, yeah. You can't leave that light. I don't know there. if that's ever happened in the history of money. No. Has anyone ever found 100 bucks in the toilet? found 20 bucks on the street one time. I was pumped. You found $20 on the street? Yeah, that's a pretty big deal, isn't it? You didn't go look for its owner? No. It's impossible, you know, because everybody would be yeah. like, yeah, that was mine. So it's like, what do you do? I, I kept it, is what I did. I would go look for its owner. But, no, you, know, you wouldn't. I'm a good person. Um, you would not. I watched a guy in a bar one time, like, pull out his keys and a $20 bill fell out. Nobody knew. Nobody saw. I picked it up, tapped that man on the shoulder. I said, hey, I like your hat. Have a good day. And I walked around <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, no, I gave him his twenty dollars back. He's like, "Oh, let me buy you a beer." Okay, I accept. Yeah, that was ni- did he buy you a beer? Yeah, that was nice of him. I felt like a pretty girl. Most of the time, Aww. that just happens to pretty girls and men who tell you when you drop money out of your yeah. pocket. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So sometimes it pays to be a good dude. Not all the time, but we'll sure ask. That. We'll ask you that question. Would you rather find a hundred bucks floating in the public toilet, all dirty and whatnot, or? A nice clean fiver in your pocket. I'll take that nasty $100 any day of the week. So I don't know if you heard about this, but Jeopardy 
is currently airing the annual Tournament of Champions. And one of the contestants, a guy named Ryan Bigler, he's from McCungie, which I don't know if you know where that is, but that's Never in Allentown. McCungie? McCungie, PA. Yeah, it's near mm. Allentown. Uh, he apologized for his behavior on the show last week, which apparently broke Jeopardy protocol. At one point, he beat his chest knowing that he was about to ace a tough question. So he got a daily double. Oh. And he wagered. He said, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for the kill. And he wagered six thousand. That's what he said. Um and he like beat his chest. He's like, I got this. Ugh. Like he was a very aggressive Jeopardy contestant. He was pumped. I would be pumped too. I'd be pumped if I knew random trivia too. Uh he issued a statement, because that's what we have to do now. He said, I see there's lots of people out there who are displeased with me after Jeopardy tonight. Look, I get it. I had a ton of adrenaline throwing flu through my veins. I got a daily double uh, on a piece of Pennsylvania history I've known since I was a child. I was playing better than ever expected. Yes, I got pretty loud and excited. I get that it's not what many people want out of Jeopardy. I take back the go for the kill comment if I could. It was just in the moment and I was so excited to play because I've been waiting for two years and had lots of pent up energy. Not saying it's a valid excuse, but that's the truth. It's certainly a valid excuse. He's excited. He ended up destroying the other contestants, winning $32,000 and advancing to the semifinals. I'm sorry. Let the man have his fun. Right. Let the man enjoy the fact that he's on Jeopardy. A very, 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 very small percentage of people get to do it. A very, 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 very small percentage of people belong on that show. Right. And actually do well. And this dude got excited because he knew an answer to a question that was going to net him six grand. Yeah, you know what? I, I don't know. I'd probably be talking smack. Right. Be like, uh, who is Thomas Jefferson? That's right, Puff. Look over. Yeah, you guys should have known that. Okay, Matt, look how quick my thumb is. Look how quick my thumb is. Great, how would you not get pumped about that? I think Jeopardy is more exciting when people talk smack. See, you know, it makes me think of, like, Happy Gilmore, because I feel like most people who watch Jeopardy apparently were offended by this behavior. But to me, it's, like, kind of a new persona on yeah. the show. Kind of like what Happy Gilmore brought to golf. Right, right. He's, he was talking smack on the golf course. Right. This person talking smack. Fun. I'm okay with it. Mixing it up a little. I am 100% okay with it. And to the stuffy people that got mad, oh, he ruined my Jeopardy for the night. It's supposed to be calming before <laughs> CSI uh, New York comes on or whatever the heck comes on. <laughs> I don't know what's on after Jeopardy. Uh, but, it's you know, you watch The Wheel. And then you, you get mad at people because they're so dumb because they can't play Hangman correctly. And then you watch Jeopardy where if you get, you get excited if you get, like, I don't know, 20% of the questions right. Right. But, like, who do you even complain to if you're upset with Jeopardy? Like, people, what? like, like complained on their social media pages and stuff. Oh, my gosh. Who has the <laughs> honest, like, who has the time, honestly, and the energy? People watching Jeopardy at 730 night. Uh, a British physician used his body as a test subject on the effect of processed food on the human body for four weeks. Four grueling weeks. This guy named Chris Van Tulken, an infectious uh, disease doctor, ate nothing but delicious, delicious frozen pizza, fried chicken, fish sticks, uh, cereals, and other ready-made meals. He, he chronicled the effects of the diet on his new BB show, What Are We Feeding Our Kids? He says, my libido 
hemorrhoids, heartburn, everything got worse. I was anxious and depressed. It was all self-perpetuating. The otherwise uh, healthy 42-year-old was constantly nagged by hun hunger pains. Uh, he officially, or he, excuse me, he had difficulty sleeping due to his urge to eat more because when you digest it, there's nothing nutritious there, so you keep eating. The toll on the diet took on his mental health was equally alarming. An MRI proved his poor diet had, had the effect of drugs or alcohol as an addict. What? Uh, even months after the experiment ended, the neurological changes have lingered. He says that one month on junk food has shaved off 10 years of his life. Okay. All right. All right. Oh, my god. Number one, it's called junk food for a reason. You're not supposed to eat only junk food. Every okay? single day, yeah. It, duh. Okay. Number one, duh. Number two, how do you know it's shaved 10 years off your life? Right. This is my problem. Everyone knows that eating nothing but processed food is bad for you. Does that mean they don't do it? No. A ton of people still do it. They do it because it's cheap. It's quick. It's usually, easy. Usually, yeah, it usually tastes good. Mm -hmm. You know, but the majority of people aren't like, oh, man, I'm getting all my nutrition from these fruity pebbles right here. No, they're not. Right. They know it. So number one, duh. Number two, I'm sorry, Dr. Drama Queen. How do you know that it has shaved 10 years off of your life? Did it affect you eating nothing like that? You're, you're, you're trying to tell me that eating nothing but crap for a month is bad for you? You don't say. I had no idea. You know, I dropped out of college and I could have told you that. And I wasn't even going for like pre-med or anything. I was going to well, basically do this. So... Duh. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't feel bad for this guy. This is not some alarming thing. Steph, can you believe that this guy ate nothing but garbage and he felt like garbage? <laughs> Shocking. I had no idea. And it took a million years off his life and he has no way to prove it, but he's just going to say it because it's going to help people watch his stupid show. It sounds very dramatic to say 10, 10 years. Really? Yes. I highly doubt it. If he gets back into a routine of healthy eating and exercising and drinking water, I'm sure he's going to be just fine. Nope, he'll be dead tomorrow. All right, uh, coming up. Yep, this is Stuff of Nightmares. Yep. It's the Puffin' Steph Podcast. Freisinger Hyundai, a refreshingly different car buying experience. Freisinger Hyundai dedicates itself to customer satisfaction. From the initial sale to the maintenance you'll need during the life of the vehicle, Freisinger Hyundai treats you like family. Check out their large selection of both the latest Hyundai lineup to certified pre-owned and used vehicles. Come see how Freisinger Hyundai drives the difference and tailors the purchase process to your needs. Right on the price, right on the pike. Freisinger Hyundai, 6115 Carlisle Pike Mechanicsburg, 717 766 8422. During this time, many are out of work and struggling just to get by. It's good to know that your friends at Capital City Buy and Sell in Harrisburg have your back. If you're in need of extra help during the pandemic, you can pawn or sell unwanted or unneeded items that you may have laying around your house, including jewelry, electronics, tools, musical instruments, and a whole lot more. Capital City Buy and Sell is open seven days a week, and they're always paying cash. Plus, they have low pawn interest and terms if you aren't quite ready to say goodbye to your item just yet. Capital City Buy and Sell, 3517 Walnut Street, Harrisburg. Online at harrisburgpapawn.com. Great news, everyone. American Shaman of PA's doors are back open for normal operations, and they're ready to bring you the much-needed relief that you've been waiting for. They care about their customers, and their customers keep coming back for more. Steve K says, American Shaman products drastically decrease my back pain and relieve my stress in just one month. Thank you. Stop by your local American Shaman of PA store for a free CBD sparkling water and free samples. 
Find their locations and more at HempusHealth.com. Do you love saving money but hate buying one of those coupon books filled with places you'll never go to? Well, here comes Quick Save Coupons to save the day. Quick Save Coupons is an app where you can find savings for restaurants, stores, and experiences that you will love. And here's the best part. It's free. No big coupon books to buy. No websites to give your information to. Quick Save Coupons will show you all of the savings in your area right on your phone. Just go to Google Play or the App Store and download the Quick Save Coupons app. Then start saving money on many of the places you already go to. Now back to the Puff and Steph podcast. Uh, no, thank you. An elderly woman in India narrowly avoided being burned alive after her family mistakenly thought she was dead and prepared for her cremation. What? <sighs> She's 76 years old. Her name is, oh dear God, Shaka, Shakun, Shakatala? Oh. Yeah, Shakataka Gelwad. Gaikwad? That sounds right. Shakataka Gekwad. Uh, she tested positive for COVID. Her family took her to the hospital, uh, but the wards were full and they were turned away. This is happening a lot in India. India is getting hit with COVID pretty hard right now. As they waited for an ambulance, she became unconscious and her, her family mistakenly thought she just had died. Okay. What? Yeah. So then they're like, oh, she's dead. Time to burn her. So then they prepared for her cremation. Moments before the fire was supposed to be lit, she woke up like in her own, like in her own, because they do the funeral with the body and then they burn the body and then they do the cremation. So like in the service, she woke up during her service. During the service? Yes. Like she just sat up in the casket while they were talking about her? Yeah, she started crying. She was later transported back to the hospital to be cared for. Um, What? It's like... You took her to the hospital. You couldn't get in. Like, oh, I guess she's going to die then. Right. Did they not, like, check for a pulse? Like, any signs that she's actually... I'm pretty sure you have to confirm that before you cremate somebody. Well, I mean, here, I don't know what it's like in other countries. But isn't there, a, like, a coroner there that has to, like, confirm that? Again, again, I have no idea what the what the other countries' laws are wow. and traditions. I guess it makes you wonder if this happened before. If it, if it all it takes is, like, an uncle going... I think she's dead. All right, well, get the fire started. We're going right. to take it that care of quick? her. I think so. That's really scary. Um, so, do I think this is crazy yet? Yeah, because they could have burned her alive. Imagine if they put her into the fire and she started screaming. That would have been crazy. Right. However. Oh, my gosh. That's so morbid, Puff. No, no, no. I know. No, no, no. However, <laughs> I kind of want this to happen to me. No, I want to wake up at my funeral and see who's there. Right. But you got to keep your eyes closed and listen in for a while and see what people are saying. Because once they see you moving around, they're going to stop talking. They're like, oh, my you. God. He's alive. Like, I heard you talking smack. You weren't even that sad. You weren't even crying. You didn't shed a tear. Yeah. Yeah. That would be actually really cool. You always wonder what people are going to say about you at your funeral. You could be there for it. Right. You just wake up and you just take attendance. Are you serious? Tom didn't show up? I thought we were friends. Hold on. Get out your phone. Yeah, Tom. Hey, Puff. Guess where I'm calling you from? My funeral, bud. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm going to need the 100 bucks back that you borrowed. All right, thank you. See, the problem in America is that they do all that stuff to you before the funeral. They embalm you and things. Yeah, they take all your like organs and stuff. So, I don't. I mean, I don't know if that would work here. They don't have to take your organs. 
That's only if you donate. Oh, really? They don't take them out regardless? Mm -mm. I guess I don't no. know much about that process. Sorry, right. You're fine. Yeah. I mean, if you donate, wow. I'm sure. But It would be interesting to hear what people say. Yeah. Like, and how many people are there? Yeah, I would, I'm telling you. I, 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 I want this attendance. to happen to me. <laughs> I want it to happen. It's to sit up and be like, okay, number one, I'm fine. Thank you. Thank you and you and you for being sad. Borderline think those are fake tears. <laughs> All right. And for the rest of you, what? Laughing? Did, oh, it's something funny I said that made you remember. Yeah. You don't do that at the service. You do that at the wake. Right. Not the time to laugh. You do that in the after time. Right. Like the luncheon afterwards. That's when you talk about yeah. memories. Yeah. Yeah. You have a nice meat tray. Yep. And you talk about the good times. Yep. Now's the time where everybody's supposed to be sad and crying over me. Very disappointed in each and every one of you. Each and every one of you. Uh, tell me if this is something you'd be into. How? You're not a big makeup person, right? Not really. Here I don't really know a lot about it. <laughs> what about, um, do you have fancy soaps? Is that something you're into? Um, I really, well, this is going to shock you, but I really like the seasonal scented bath and body work. Body soap? Wash. Body wash? Yeah. Okay. I'm a, I'm not a bar soap person. Okay. Uh, Frenchman Damien Desrocher, Desrocher, whatever, uh, began using snail slime to make soap bars back in December. Ew. Was this like a COVID hobby? Maybe. The secret, uh, he says, is in the dexterity of how you tickle them. No, it's not. Ew. I only <laughs> touch them with my finger. As Wait, opposed what? to what? Wait. Your tongue? What? Uh, he says tickling the snail gets them to secrete their slime and... He makes soap out of it. He uh, has a total of 60,000 snails. It, what? Like as pets? No. As, he, he makes money. Where uh, do you get a snail, though? Snail store. Oh. Um, uh, yeah. So a single snail will yield about two grams of slime, and he needs around 40 snails to produce 80 grams, enough to manufacture 15 100-gram soap bars. He says snail mucus has become a more common ingredient. No, it hasn't. No. no that's not true. You're just saying that. <laughs> no, this is what this guy says. He makes snail slime soap, which is harder to say than I thought. Snail slime, snail slime soap. Snail slime soap. There you go. So he's just saying that it's common because he wants people to buy his nasty. This is so. Listen, guys, this is totally common. <laughs> Everyone's doing it. And I just happen to have some right here. <laughs> Uh, apparently, this has become a big deal in Korea uh, because of its anti-aging properties. Oh, so if that you, is intriguing. If you got, oh, so now you, like, if you got some crow's feet going on, maybe some forehead wrinkles, you're just like, hmm, how much is the snail slime soap Right. Again? You start w maybe thinking about it at that point. Now question is does it matter if you know what is in your stuff like would it bother you if it was made of snail slime you know what if it smelled good and the texture of it was good I guess I wouldn't really care I admittedly don't really look at the ingredients on stuff like that okay I know that you're supposed to but 
I really don't. Well, did you know that animal fat is in soap? Like bars of soap? Yeah, animal fat, vegetable oil. Usually Ew. it's one of the two. Yeah. No, see, I never read the ingredients. I'm just like, this smells like a Hawaiian sunset. I'll take it. <laughs> Obviously, they just have this blank bar of soap, and they wave it in, in the Hawaiian sunset, and it becomes that smell. That's how it works. Yeah, uh, I'm just reading this. Today, soaps are made from fats and oils. Um, solid fats like coconut oil, palm oil, beef fat, or pork fat are used to form bars of soap. Uh, and they help them stay hard and resist uh, dissolving in the water. Ew. And... Now, that's bars of soap. Do you think that's the same for body wash? Is there Ooh, animal fat and body wash? Would it bother you if there was? You know what? Probably not. Because I like it. I like the way that it smells and the texture. Um, I don't know. Body washes and hand soaps are comprised of similar ingredients, they say. Okay. Yeah, I guess that doesn't really matter to me. It probably should. You probably should care about that. Like, wow, this beef fat smells like Hawaiian sunset. <laughs> I'll take it. That's amazing. Uh, coming up in just a couple of minutes. I don't want to be the first person to do this. I want to be like the 50,000th person to do this. It's the Puffin Steph Podcast. Freisinger Hyundai, a refreshingly different car buying experience. Freisinger Hyundai dedicates itself to customer satisfaction. From the initial sale to the maintenance you'll need during the life of the vehicle, Freisinger Hyundai treats you like family. Check out their large selection of both the latest Hyundai lineup to certified pre-owned and used vehicles. Come see how Freisinger Hyundai drives the difference and tailors the purchase process to your needs. Right on the price, right on the pike. Freisinger Hyundai, 6115 Carlisle Pike Mechanicsburg, 717 766 8422. During this time, many are out of work and struggling just to get by. It's good to know that your friends at Capital City Buy and Sell in Harrisburg have your back. If you're in need of extra help during the pandemic, you can pawn or sell unwanted or unneeded items that you may have laying around your house, including jewelry, electronics, tools, musical instruments, and a whole lot more. Capital City Buy and Sell is open seven days a week, and they're always paying cash. Plus, they have low pawn interest and terms if you aren't quite ready to say goodbye to your item just yet. Capital City Buy and Sell, 3517 Walnut Street, Harrisburg. Online at harrisburgpapawn.com. Great news, everyone. American Shaman of PA's doors are back open for normal operations, and they're ready to bring you the much-needed relief that you've been waiting for. They care about their customers, and their customers keep coming back for more. Steve K says, American Shaman products drastically decrease my back pain and relieve my stress in just one month. Thank you. Stop by your local American Shaman of PA store for a free CBD sparkling water and free samples. Find their locations and more at HempusHealth.com. Do you love saving money but hate buying one of those coupon books filled with places you'll never go to? Well, here comes Quick Save Coupons to save the day. Quick Save Coupons is an app where you can find savings for restaurants, stores, and experiences that you will love. And here's the best part. It's free. No big coupon books to buy. No websites to give your information to. Quick Save Coupons will show you all of the savings in your area right on your phone. Just go to Google Play or the App Store and download the Quick Save Coupons app. Then start saving money on many of the places you already go to. Now back to the Puff and Steph podcast. I don't know why they, anyone thinks this is a good idea, um, but apparently it's a thing. Air France flew a biofuel-powered Airbus A350 from Paris to Montreal on Tuesday, demonstrating the airline's readiness to adopt a low-emissions fuel. 
It was basically an airplane that ran on cooking oil. We're back to the the fats again. Right. No. Yeah. <laughs> I guess there's a theme today's show, but I, like this scares me that you can just dump a bunch of vegetable oil in a plane and expect it to take you from Paris to Montreal. Yeah, that's a long trip. Um, it was 16% mix of sustainable aviation f- uh, fuel in its fuel tanks uh, produced in France from used cooking oil. Jet fuel produced from cooking oil has the potential to slash carbon emissions. Although right now it's actually much more expensive than regular jet fuel. That's the problem. Is that, yes, it's cleaner. It burns cleaner. Your carbon footprint isn't as crazy. But it's ridiculously expensive. Right. Are are they doing this because of the whole, like, fuel shortage thing? That's no. Oh, it has nothing okay. to do with that. It has everything to do with, like, trying to combat Pollution. climate change and carbon uh, emissions and okay. things like that. Which, you know, I'm all for. Sure. But I just don't feel like... Okay, so if, you, if I'm here in central PA and I go out and get some chicken wings... I don't want that oil to be sending me to Florida the next day. <laughs> like the same oil. Yeah. <laughs> just it just doesn't it doesn't seem like it should mix. It's a little weird. It's scary. Right. I'm not I don't want to be the first one. Now this they didn't have passengers. This was just a just a try. So brave pilot got up there and tried it. Good for him. Yeah. No problems. No problems whatsoever. Who volunteers for something like that, though? I mean, you're you're pilot for a job. I mean, every day, I have very little chance of dying in my job. True. And and in reality, pilots don't either. It's pretty safe to fly, except when you're using, you know, vegetable oil. Yeah, the the the, the cooking oil from Denny's. Right. Yeah. <laughs> to fly your yeah. Plane. They just did some hash browns in the morning, and they're sending you to Vegas in the evening. <laughs> Right, that's a little concerning. He's braver than I am. I would do it after several trials. Right. If they say it works, I'd be like, all right, whatever. That's why I said I don't want to be the first. I want to be like the 50,000. Yeah, no, that sounds good. All right, time to stump stuff. In a recent survey, people named this as the number one question to ask before getting married to someone. Number one question to ask them? Yes. Oh, is it something that you learn early on? I would think you would. Yeah, I would hope so. You wouldn't get to the to the marriage stage without asking this. Um, like first couple dates, you think it's talked about? It might come up. If they want kids or not. Nope. Does it have to do with money? Nope. Does it have to do with like their uh their temperament in some way? Nope. Like how they handle certain situations. Nope. Oh, if they want dogs. <laughs> You're very, very, very close. Nuh-uh. Is it about dogs? No. Is it something like in the future that would that you guys would have? Like something with a house? Or... Nope. Nope. You were closer with dogs. Dogs? Don't be so specific. Oh, if they want pets. We'll go with that. 
Do you like animals? The number one yes, thing? Yes. Really? It's the only reason why I picked that one. It's because this is the number one question to ask you That's for. ridiculous. Do you like animals? Yes, me too. Okay, let's get married. Yeah, how about, like, how do you act when you're angry? Yeah. Like, how do you handle Where do you want to live? Right. Do you want to stay in this area forever, or would you like to travel? That seems important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Nope. Do you like chipmunks and squirrels? <laughs> Me too. Oh my God, we're so perfect for each other. <laughs> About a quarter of a million Americans married this person. About a quarter of a million Americans married this person. Like Joe. Someone here <laughs> like... nailed it. It was Joe. It was Joe. It was Joe. No, um, it was a, a person in our lives that pretty much everyone has. Oh, like the popular person in high school, or like something along those lines. Yeah, along those lines. Like everyone has this person. High school sweetheart. No. Good answer, but no. Their soulmate. <laughs> no. Their best friend. No. Um, married this person. Neighbor. <laughs> Not a bad guess, someone no. Someone they grew up with. Uh, yes, this could be someone they grew up someone with. Someone they went to school with. No. Well, I mean, it could be someone they went to school with, but more specific than that. Did you marry this person? No. No. Someone from the same town as them. Could be, but no. I mean, is that's it, not the answer. Is it more broad than that? No. It's a little more specific, actually. This person could be from the same town or might not be. A family friend. Um, close. A family member. What? So wait, what? About a quarter of a million Americans married their first or second cousin. What? <laughs> Ew. That's not even right. Second Ew. cousin, I think, is okay. First, we're we're in weird waters. You know, I'm gonna I'm going to disagree. I don't even think second cousin's okay. I think it depends if you know them or not. Like, what if you met a guy, and you hung out, and you guys fell in love, and it turns out that he's your cousin's cousin. Now, there's zero percent chance of you guys like having a kid that's all messed up. It's just. This is a little weird. But do you have some of the same blood in None. there somewhere? None whatsoever. Wait, it's how? all by marriage. It's all by marriage. Uh, right, right, right. My aunt and uncle were like that. They were like related by marriage, See? kind of distantly. Is your aunt and uncle, are they gross people? No, they're wonderful. There you I go. Lo I love them. They're just really into family. <laughs> <laughs> and they had three great kids, normal toes, nobody, everything's nobody, good. Nobody growing f arms out of their forehead? No, they're all beautiful. Huh. I never thought about that. It's weird, though. You know, how many billions of people are there in the world? Like, does it have to be your second cousin? I don't know. Did you ask your aunt and uncle? <laughs> <laughs> All right, friends. Uh, we'll be back on Friday. Enjoy your day later. It's the Puffin Steph Podcast.